Allen. Butker trying to line this up. Winchester will snap it. Colquitt will hold it. Twenty twenty tie. High snap. Pull down. Butker's kick is up and is right down the boulevard. It's good. And the Chiefs take a twenty three to twenty lead with four seconds left in regulation. And Harrison Butker kicks some. You know what? Welcome to the Chiefs Kingdom. Hello and welcome back to the Arrowheads Abroad podcast. Um, it has, has been a while since the last one. Uh, obviously we did the Titans preview, but um, we're back here for the uh, Titans review and also a preview to the Super Bowl. I'm joined by Neil tonight. Hi, how are you doing? Uh, and yeah, let's, let's get this thing underway. So um, the Titans game, it was a great match, wasn't it, Neil? It, it was a fantastic game. Um, it was close for a large portion of it. And then kind of once we got that two-score lead at the beginning of the fourth quarter, you kind of thought, well, this is pretty much done and dusted now, I think. Um, but only really when we got the third score, not long after that, you can kind of, there was a big sense of relief at Arrowhead there, and it's kind of like, okay, now we can relax, now we're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think there definitely was a turning point for me. Um, for me, I think it was the um, the Sammy Watkins touchdown, uh, yeah. and that was kind of when I was just like, a big sort of like sigh of relief. Um, because yeah, that was I think that was the moment that I finally thought, okay, this is this is comfortable now. We we we've we've got this. Because yeah, it was a bit like the divisional game. It was a bit scary at the beginning, and I didn't know how comfortable we felt. But as soon as that happened, I was just like, okay, I think we're good. <laughs> well, I kind of felt at, at half time in my head, I was saying the Titans have been the better team. They've given us their best shot, and we're still winning. And kind of the brain was going, they they can't play as well in the second half and we can't miss out on the opportunities we've had again. So kind of mentally I was going, yeah, okay, I think this is safe, but the next score was going to be key at that stage. Now, we went through the whole third quarter without getting another score, um, but once we got it, then I was kind of like, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm happy now, I'm comfortable. Yeah, and uh, obviously you had um, a great a great view from uh, live <laughs> Arrowhead. Uh, so talk us through your experience. How was that? Se- section one hundred and three, row thirty three, seat twelve, to be precise. <laughs> uh, Arrowhead was fantastic. Like um, I, I got a, an email from my friend who lives over there, who has season tickets on the Thursday morning, and he said, um, "I've got a spare ticket for the game. If you can get flights, it's yours. If you want it." Uh, and so I was on to uh, Skyscanner um, looking up flight prices and kind of various combinations of how to get there. Uh, and then by Thursday evening, I was like, right, quick chat with the wife. Yeah, she was happy with me to go. <laughs> okay, jobs are good and then I'm going. Um, so I, I got in kind of six on the Saturday evening and flew out for, for half past four on the Monday afternoon. So it was a genuine whistle-stop trip for the game, but absolutely worth it, without yeah. a doubt. Yeah, what an opportunity. I mean, it, it, it is like a dream of mine to go to Arrowhead, obviously. Um, it's, it's the place I want to go to first if I were to see a game over in the States. And, yeah, the fact that you got to see uh, our first Super Bowl berth in 50 years as well is, is just incredible, yeah. 
Yeah. And what a game as well. It was a, it was a really like, eventful game as well. There were some uh, dramatic moments in it, there were some great plays, some great scores. So, um, yeah, it seems like a perfect game to actually go over and watch live. Yeah, I mean, I've been to some absolute stinkers over the years, so to, to go to a good one was actually quite a relief, to be honest. And a winning one was definitely a relief. Um, but but from an ex, from a, an atmosphere point of view, the playoffs are definitely a noticeable level above um, the regular season. Like, nobody left. You know, normally kind of regular season game gets to three or four minutes from the end and if if it's not too close then you know people are leaving and the place is half empty by the time the final whistle goes with this one nobody left the place was still absolutely packed yeah Um, and that was different because then there was like the the noise levels even up until the last kind of well when frank clark sacked Tannehill on the fourth down to kind of signal Right, we're going to take a knee, and that's game over. Um, the noise levels there was just incredible. Yeah, it does sound. I mean, I'm, I'm, the noise level from the flat I was watching the game at back in England was uh, pretty loud as well. But uh, obviously, it's nothing compared to uh, Arrowhead and what that must have been like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and did you say for the trophy presentation as well? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, exactly. it's that. quite quickly afterwards. It's quite a quick turnaround, isn't it? Oh, uh, there's only about five minutes at the most. I'd say just long enough to wheel out a, a stage and get those confetti um, cannons going. <laughs> um, yeah, everyone, everyone was happy in the place. I, I loved Andy Reid's getting everybody to do about how about those cheese. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, that I saw was, that video. That yeah. was just fantastic. God, yeah, it does sound good. And uh, obviously, uh, the uh, game moved us on to the Super Bowl uh, on Sunday in Miami, which is incredible. Like, one of, one of well, probably the best moment of... Uh, my me being a Chiefs fan is uh was getting to the Super Bowl and obviously it's going to be even better on Sunday when we uh, finally see our team play for the first time since 1970. So uh, yeah, um, how do you think the game will go? When do you think? Uh, who do you think the standout players are for that game? Um, I through the playoffs each time I've said they're a game we should win. And even with the 49ers, I feel like it's a game we should win. Um, Like, they've got a really good defense, yes. But that hasn't stopped us putting up points on other teams with really good defenses. So I I, I don't think scoring points is going to be too much of a problem. It's going to be, can we make them one-dimensional and can we make it Mahomes against Garoppolo rather than like the Chiefs offense against the whole 49ers offense and if if we can do that I'm comfortable we should be okay yeah um I feel like with the uh with the whole like you said the 49ers defense is is very good this season they've performed extremely well the whole the whole season and and the postseason as well um I'm, I'm worried about their their defensive ends I mean or, the, or their, their rushes from the edges. I mean, they've got Nick Bosa, who's been a standout defensive rookie of the year candidate this season. And also um, uh, D Ford as well is, is is playing well, even though he, uh, don't like to say that because obviously he went from the Chiefs last season and cost us a Super Bowl last year. But um, they're both playing well. And I feel like if they can put Mahomes under pressure, that's when the cracks do start to show slightly. I mean, I know he's great at mobility and he's great at moving around and extending plays, but... There has been times where teams have put pressure on Mahomes, and it has cost us a couple of uh, a couple of downs and a couple of drives. So, 
feel like if they can, if we can hold back their pressure, and our offensive line has been playing well, I feel like we should stand a good chance of uh, putting up points and keeping it a Garoppolo versus Mahomes matchup, which I'm yeah. quite comfortable we'll win. So, uh, I'd have more concern with pressure up the middle than I would to the edges. Cause I think Fisher's been good and Schwartz has been fantastic. So, although Bosa and Ford have played well. I, I don't mind that matchup. It's m- the middle of our offensive line where I'd have concerns because they have some real beef in the middle there, which could could be a wrecking ball um, to the passing game. But at the same time, I, I have faith in Mahomes. It's 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 his game to lose, if you like. Um, you know that they've put the two playoff games on his shoulders. We've had no run game whatsoever. Apart from him, um, and it's it's almost like Andy Reid said, "You go, you're the star man. You go out and win the games for us." Yeah, I mean, there's no one else you'd you'd want to trust in that situation than Patrick Mahomes, yeah. really, on our team. I mean, he's proven it for the first two years of his career that he is just the guy to lead this franchise forward. So, in Super Bowl weekend, I'm just yeah, very very happy for, which is probably an understatement. Uh, to have Mahomes on our team in uh, yeah. in Miami, yeah, definitely. Um, so, what do you think? Um, what do you think like, your plans are for the game? Like, where are you going to go? What are you going to do for it? I'm staying at home on my own, and I'm going to watch it in a quiet room. Oh no way! I, I I don't think I could stomach being in company watching this one. Um, it's going to be too nerve wracking and. Uh, uh, I know my wife's already said she's not going to watch it. She's going to bed, so it'll just be me, uh, a glass of Jack Daniels, or three or four glasses of Jack Daniels. We'll see how that goes, and um, just kind of watch it in peace and hope for the best. And <laughs> yeah, hugging a pillow and praying. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, that's pretty much a good summary of it. Yeah, um, but I, I'm I'm quietly confident. I I think we'll be okay, but yeah, I don't want to watch it in company. Um, what about yourself? Uh, so I'm actually doing quite the opposite. I'm uh, I'm going to uh, my university's um, well, what what do they call it? University um, my like bar at university basically, yeah. um, and I'm going with all my university friends. The American football team is going down there as well. Uh, and we're having a big watch party in the uh, SU. That's what it's called, Students Union. God, how did I not think of that? <laughs> um, but yeah, we're going down to the bar and watching it in there. Big group of us. Should be loud. Should be good. Any other Chiefs fans in amongst that crowd there? Um, there's not, but I've got about three jerseys and about two hoodies and a couple of t-shirts I'm just going to hand out to people <laughs> as and when. Just say, wear this, put this on, blah, blah, blah. So I've got a few fans that don't support teams. So I'm, I've a few friends that don't support teams even. So I'm just going to give them a jersey or give them a hoodie and say, put this on. <laughs> You're just a Chiefs fan for, for tonight. The day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you win, you know, maybe it might stick. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't doubt we'll gain a significant number of fans if we win this one. Yeah. Yeah, what what do you um? What's your opinion on that whole the 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 fan base growing like considerably and this whole idea of like bandwagon fans and that? What's what's your opinion on that? Do you welcome it or do you kind of hold back from that? Um, yeah, I would say. Well, I mean, fans are fans. Um, it doesn't really matter when you start supporting a team as long as you support them through thick and thin, then. I'm happy for you to do that. Um, if it means starting with a Super Bowl win, fantastic. I'm all for that. Um, like I started supporting them when Chiefs signed Joe Montana back in whatever ninety three ish, 
Um, and you could have called me a bandwagon fan at the time, I guess, because the Chiefs were doing pretty well. Um, but then they've had some seriously bad years since then. But uh, as long as you keep supporting them through those bad years as well as the good years, then if you want to be a Chiefs fan, you're a Chiefs fan. End of. Yeah, I mean, it's something I've been thinking about quite a lot recently because obviously uh, with our super, with our Super Bowl run that we've put together, it's something that I've been been going over in my head and, and I, I, I think I'm on the same page as you. I feel like if, if people stick it through and really see the Chiefs and really like bring it in, like, you know, t- take take it as part of their life and, you know, like not just jump in for the good moments but stick around for, uh, for it all. I have no problem with people. I don't really like the term like gatekeeping and people wanting to stop people from being fans or saying that you're not as good of a fan as I am because you haven't been here for longer or you haven't done this <laughs> or done that. It's just as long as you like the team and you're not just here for the uh, for the good moments, then stick around, yeah. Yeah, I'm absolutely... The thing there is that if Mahomes stays healthy, I don't see us having many not good seasons in the next few years. You know, if he's going to be with the Chiefs for the next 10, 15 years, and if he's healthy, I'd say we're going to have 10 or 15 pretty good years. Yeah, yeah. Um, so how do you see, going back to Super Bowl 54, um, how do you see actually going down, like... How do you think the teams will, will play out and how do you think the um the final result will be? I'd I'd like to see it go in a similar way to the previous two playoff games, possibly without the fourteen point deficit or twenty four point deficit early on. Um but if if we can again score early and score often, get some points on the board, first couple of drives, settle any nerves that are there try and take their running game out of the equation to an extent um, and then just kind of play our normal game, really score points where there's opportunities to score points, I think we'll be fine. I I think it's unlikely we'll score less than 28 points because Mahomes has a pretty good history of kind of 30 points plus. And then it's a question of, can you see the 49ers scoring more than 30 against our defence? Because the defence has been playing really well recently against the run and the pass. So can I see the 49ers scoring more than 30? No, I don't think I can. Um, if I'm putting a scoreline on it, uh, somewhere around 31 to 34 points for the Chiefs and 24 to 27 for the 49ers, somewhere around there. And how confident are you for a Chiefs victory on Sunday? What's your if you if you can give me a percentage? How reckon, how confident do you reckon you are? For um, seventy five. Seventy five. Yeah, I'm not at fifty fifty. That's for sure. I'm I'm comfortable that if we play the way we can, we'll win. Um, whether or not we play the way we can is another question, but. <laughs> We're we're never out of a game, and we can put up a lot of points quickly. And I I don't think the Forty ers can do that. So if we can, if we do get on a roll like that, then it could put the game out of their reach in a relatively short space of time. Um, I appreciate they're a good defense, but I don't fear they're a good defense because I think our offense is just as good as their defense is. Yeah, I mean at this point, I don't think. There is much of a question that we have the best offense in the league, and yeah. it seems like we can just put our points whenever we want. And if we can keep that going against a good 49ers defense on Sunday, then I think we should stand a good chance. Um, I, I do think it's similar to the Titans game in the fact that 
especially last week against the um, when they played the Packers. I think the 49ers really showed that they can get the ball like going on the ground and they can really put up points and put up yardage like through the running game. And it, it's one of those situations where when you have a, a high-powered Chiefs offense like that, like we have, if we can start putting up points quickly, they just can't rely on that run game as much because they need to get the ball down the field quicker because the run game is not the quickest way to score points. It's quite effective at getting rid of the clock getting rid of the clock and you know controlling the game but in terms of actually putting up points quickly like the Chiefs do I just don't think you can rely on that run game so if we do get into a situation where we start going up we start putting up a couple of points and we get two, a two score lead or a three score lead then you're going to have to rely on Garoppolo more and that's when I think the 49ers might start to show cracks but I don't think they'll be able to keep up with just Garoppolo, Garoppolo at the helm yeah I completely agree with that mm. Uh, if I had to make a prediction, I'd probably go similar to you, actually. I, I was thinking just before we started, um, I was thinking Chiefs around 28 to 31 sort of region, uh, and then the 49ers 21-24, so 7 or 10-point victory to the Chiefs, I think. Um, but I don't think I'm as confident as you. I think I'm a, around 55-60, just over the uh, the 50-50 mark, because they, they are a very good team, the 49ers do pose threats in a lot of positions. I mean, their defence is really good. Like we said, the defensive line is really good. Um, their run game's great. Raheem Mostar, I think is how you yeah, pronounce his name. Right, yeah. I think he's been performing great, especially last week. I think he got four touchdowns, he not last week against... He did, last yeah, 200 and something yards. Yeah, something ridiculous like that. Yeah, he played had a really good game. So I feel like if we're forced to, if we're forced to play how we're not normally playing and they're playing on a, like, on a level that we can't stop, then... Yeah, I feel like it could be a bit of a worry, but uh, no, I'm I'm confident in the team, just not as confident as you, should I say. <laughs> I, I have faith in Mahomes. <laughs> that, that's where it begins and to an extent ends. I, he isn't out of any game he plays in um, and he'll find a way. And um, so I, I assume that if, if the Chiefs do win, I assume that you think that Mahomes will be Super Bowl MVP on Sunday? I, I'd be very surprised if he wasn't. Yeah, um, like it, he he's gonna pass for three hundred yards plus probably multiple touchdowns. Uh, you wouldn't be surprised if he ended up running a bit as well because he's done well with that recently. You know, if teams are trying to play man coverage against us and they've all got their backs turned as everyone legs it upfield, he's if he can get out of the pocket, you know, he can pick up ten yards here, seven yards there nine yards here you know they're relatively easy gains which are there for the taking so yeah I, I think he's got enough in him to put in a performance like that I don't think the stage is too big for him um, I think he'll he'll want to show everybody like I'm taking over from the Brady's the Roethlisberger's those kind of guys they're done now it's down on me I'm the number one guy proving that he is the QB in the AFC that's going to lead the next generation. I mean, with the likes of Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson just a step behind him, it's going to be a very, very competitive and fun-to-watch conference for years to come, hopefully. So, um, But it, it does it is shaping up to a really good conference, the AFC, because there's so many good guys and so many good players that are really young. Uh, yeah, and, and obviously all the guys that have had it the previous generations, like Manning, your Brady, your Roethlisberger, they're all... Obviously, Manning, Manning's retired, and Roethlisberger seems to be dwindling out, and Brady seems to be dwindling out a little bit as well. Obviously, so yeah, it does seem to be the turn of a page, I think, in the uh, in the AFC, definitely. 
Yeah, I think Brady will still be around though next season, but as to where he is or what he what he's capable of, I'd, I'd say I can see him going to the Chargers. Um, and then he's got some weapons to play with, and then that'll be interesting. But um, the it's going to be interesting to see kind of the domino effect of the quarterbacks because Rivers is a free agent in um, LA, Brady's a free agent. Um, there's a couple of Drew Brees is a free agent. You know, there's some big names out there who are available if teams want to kind of draft a quarterback and sit someone behind them for a year or two. Um, you know, there's some good names out there that could move around and kind of have a real knock-on effect. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, there is a, a big. It definitely is a big free agency. Yeah. Um, and on the uh, flip side of it, say the worst does happen and the 49ers do pull off the win uh, on Sunday, who do you think will be their Super Bowl MVP? Who do you think will be the guy that dismantles the Chiefs and leads their team to victory? Kittle, the tight Kittle. end. Yeah. Um, I think I think he's probably their biggest danger for us um, because he is a really good tight end. He's a good blocker. He's also a good receiver. And I think he's probably... Garoppolo's favourite target um, and if he can our linebackers aren't the best in coverage if we're kind of in any way trying to stop him with a linebacker at any stage we're going to be in trouble you know if we're teeing up to stop the run and he can leak out of whatever formation they're in and they go play action towards him he's going to do some damage to us yeah yeah um for, yeah, I, I think I agree. I think uh, George Kittle uh, on the 49ers because he's just, he, he is, I think he's second best tight end in the league, obviously after Travis Kelsey. I mean, the bias yeah. he does show a little bit there, but um, yeah, he, he is a step behind Kelsey in my eyes, but he's, he is, yeah, he's definitely a player and he's definitely going to have, sure, looks like he's going to have a good game on Sunday. Um, hopefully we can we can limit that as much as possible, but um yeah, he is a good player. So, I'd, yeah, I do agree. I think if the 49ers were to beat us on Sunday, I think it will be down to George Kittle's excellence. Yeah. Uh, and for the Chiefs, um, I think Patrick Mahomes has a good, uh, like, is obviously the uh, the outlier for uh, the Super Bowl MVP. But I feel like if there's one player on the defensive side of the ball that makes a few huge plays like Frank Clark, like Chris Jones or Tyrion Matthew, maybe Tyrion Matthew gets a pick or a sack or like a game-winning sack or a game-winning pick, I feel like that could sway it a little bit because if if it does come down to stopping Garoppolo or stopping the run game or stopping that 49ers offence and to allow our, our offence to start piling on the points, I think one of them could snatch it from Mahomes' hands in, in the last second of the game or the last play of the game or something. So I, I'd be happy to see that. Um, but it's pretty rare you get a defensive player win the MVP. I yeah, think. yeah, it's a bit, of, a bit of a bold statement, but... Um, but I, I wouldn't have any problem seeing it. You know, if Terry Matthew wants to come up with a pick six that seals the game for us, I am all in favour of that. Like. Yeah, I certainly would have complained. Absolutely not, no. Well, I think that's everything that I had uh, to talk about today. I don't know if uh, you have anything else you want to mention or throw in there. Um, no, just wish the uh, the lads who are going over to Miami to have a fantastic time. We have, is it five or six of the lads? Six, I think, are going over um, the Arrowheads Abroad crew and Tom, who is ex-Arrowheads Abroad. Um, and as he pointed out the other day, since he left, uh, we haven't actually lost. So uh, just something to bear in mind there, Tom. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, just to hope they have a fantastic time. I know they've got quite a bit of stuff lined up for the weekend. I'd say they're going to have an amazing weekend. If anyone listening to this is out and about in Miami, give them a shout on Twitter, uh, KC Chiefs UK, and um, see what they're up to, because I'm sure they'll be around. They'd love to meet up with people. Yeah, I think they're going to be around in Miami all weekend uh, in the build-up to the Super Bowl, and obviously they're going to be... I'm not sure if they... I don't think they're going to the game, but I think they're going to a bar or something in, in Miami, so... Um, yeah, not unless anyone comes up with six tickets for them. Yeah, and then, yeah. then they might consider it. <laughs> I do think... Um, uh, Brad was trying for a while, wasn't he? I've seen his tweets on Twitter. He was uh, yes. he was trying to grab tickets and was trying to win a, a competition here and there. Um, but I don't think he's uh, got lucky enough. So if anyone's got a spare ticket and wants to message Brad, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he wouldn't say no. No, I'm sure he wouldn't. <laughs> well, yeah, we do uh, wish the guys over there um, who are going over there the best time because um, it sounds like an amazing experience. I'm gutted I can't go myself. So, uh, yeah, I hope the guys do have fun. And I hope the Chiefs have fun as well on Sunday. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> fingers crossed well that's everything from us to do uh, tonight uh, thanks for tuning in um, we'll see you next time